going on everyone? Welcome to another episode. Right now what I want to talk about here is is taking advantage and striking while the iron is hot on different social channels. Okay, so and and this thing just social channels. This is just any channel that has not been ruined by marketers right now. So So you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable. You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I've talked about this in recent episodes that back in the 90s, um, email open rates were in the 90s, like, like 90%, okay? So back in like... When email first came out, email open rates were like 90, 95, 96%. And like, essentially, if you send out 100 emails, you get 90 people to open it and you probably get some pretty good responses. And so that was those those times. And the reason it was so successful is because it was a relatively new uh, channel of communication. Um, it wasn't like, um, like mail where you would get a lot of junk mail, okay? On people marketing to you because you signed up for something or like your credit card companies hold your contact information and you would be getting certain things and then they'd be learning about you based off of your purchase history and then sending you like magazines and coupons and different stuff like that and you would buy these things and it was just just repetitive thing and then email comes out and it's like holy cow people are opening this stuff and responding to it so then marketers um, would get in, so businesses would get in and start sending out marketing emails to different you know, lists that they would acquire. So they would sell things or they'd acquire this list by different partnerships, whatever the case is. Where I'm getting to is, is that the folks that back in the 90s that were building their list and getting contacts and then getting these emails and then sending emails on a regular basis, maybe it was once a week, maybe it was two or three times a week, I don't know what it was, whatever cadence it was, on a regular basis, because there was a cadence, those folks are just jonesing for those days again. Because every few years, there's a new channel that opens up and it's, it's new. It hasn't been saturated by businesses in the market. You know, now email marketing, like you're lucky to get 5%, 10%, 20%, just depends because a couple of reasons. One, folks do read their emails. Don't don't think that like emails don't work and that and they don't work in B2B. Like don't get on that bandwagon that emails don't work. The reason that emails don't work maybe for you is because your emails aren't really up to par. Like you can improve your game on emails. And there's a lot of ways of how you can improve that. But the other thing is, is that, you know, with emails is is that sometimes it's just not, it's not set up correctly. Either you're capturing the wrong people. So then therefore those folks don't want to like learn about what you have to offer or you have the wrong offer and then things just kind of change. Like there's a lot of nuances to it. But anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing right now. Emails back in the nineties, like for those businesses, like, if they were capturing emails and they were working those and, and they did that on a regular basis, other businesses started following suit. And so marketing um, essentially ruined that channel to where, you know, early 2000s, it was probably dipping down to like 70s or 50s or 60s as far as like open rates. 
to now where we are right now in 2023, where open rates are hovering in the five to 10%. The other challenge with email now is that there's there's this these these rules i don't even quite call them rules but a lot of the tech companies like facebook i'm sorry not facebook um like yeah yeah facebook um apple um actually not facebook i'm sorry apple google are they're remitting any kind of information so that you can't do any kind of retargeting and so what's going on here is that when emails are getting sent out in the past, as a marketer, you would be able to say, oh, we had so-and-so click on this link, and then you would track them or, or cookie them or, or have a pixel on them, and you could kind of track what their history was after they opened the email, clicked on a link, engaged on some other content on different parts of your website, etc. So you could track that, and then you would then be able to remarket to these folks. Now, a lot of folks are getting phones and emails um, opened up that do not permit any kind of tracking whatsoever. It's gone. And so now that channel, email marketing, it's not that it doesn't work anymore, it's just that it's changed forever, okay? So email marketing is still very, very effective. Like, you know, we get a lot of work that happened that works very well. And quite frankly, like when I was at CMI Mechanical, I was able to land a few customers, big customers, one of them Dollar General, because of email marketing, okay? So don't act as though like email marketing isn't effective. It's just a matter of like how you're communicating your message to your audience. And so if you're communicating the right message to the right audience and it's captivating and it's like kind of leading them to like, man, I should probably be rethinking this or, oh, that's interesting, then that works. So like the way I was able to capture like, you know, clients through email marketing at CMI Mechanicals because I was consistent and then I was bringing things up like problems that people always faced and then I would provide solutions like hey check out this blog or you know happy to discuss to see if you want to explore this area or whatever those things are and they're opening opportunities for us so the email marketing strategy there worked out very very well and it can work very well for you so what I'm getting to on all this stuff is that, and this is, has nothing to do with the, just strictly email marketing, is that every channel will get saturated in time, okay? Back in like 2013, 14, 15, 16, Facebook was a really awesome channel to be on. And even 17, 18, 19, it was very effective, okay? Like your organic reach on Facebook was through the roof. If you posted something on Facebook, you'd have a whole bunch of comments and likes and shares and that sort of stuff. And then as the channel got more saturated by businesses, and then as the channel got more saturated by businesses buying ads, okay, because Facebook is trying to make a profit now, they have shareholders that they have to like, you know, basically give money to, that sort of stuff. Like essentially that channel has become saturated by a lot of, a lot of companies that are advertising to try to get the eyeballs of like people like you and I, okay? And so that channel, I'm not saying that Facebook is now trash because quite frankly, we we get the majority of our leads and the majority of our business coming from Facebook. It's very effective. But what's going on with Facebook right now is that they're trying to balance this whole thing of like, do we continue to show a whole bunch of ads to people or do we show them like, things that they care about. And then on top of that, like with Apple not showing and sharing like um, information. So if you're on your Apple phone and you're on Facebook, then you can't really see like 
you can't really do true retargeting ads. So then Facebook is becoming more and more difficult to start advertising on because of what Apple is doing. Like they're, they're protecting the privacy of their users, which is fair. I'm completely fine with that. And so these channels are changing and they, they're getting saturated by businesses. And so other companies like Apple and Google are now taking suit and they're like, hey, we need to protect our customers, our users. We need to protect their identity. And so, you know, th- this, is, this is going on now. Back in the early 2000s, this is where pay-per-click for Google ads was very, very effective. Early 2000s, if you jumped in on that on like 2002, 3, 4, 5 through like 10 or 15, you were getting like pennies on a dollar for specific keywords that people were looking for. And so what was happening is that if you were like, example, you wanted to advertise for HVAC, right? Just HVAC, this term, right? Not residential, not commercial, just just the terminology HVAC. Now you're probably paying $25, $50, $100 per contact for that word, per lead for that word. Back then, it was probably like a few pennies, 10 cents, 15 cents, 20 cents. And you might be asking like, why is it so expensive now? It's because there are so many companies bidding for that word, HVAC, that it becomes more and more expensive. It drives the cost up. So Google knows like, hey, there's a lot of HVAC companies, residential or commercial, doesn't matter. There's a lot of HVAC companies that find this word very valuable. So if they want this, we can deliver them the right leads. They got to pony up. And then this is where like you need to start getting more strategic with your keywords and like using more long tail keywords or more specific keywords or, and that sort of stuff. So like we were doing this at, at CMI Mechanical is that we are going after the term commercial HVAC or commercial refrigeration as opposed to like just a generic term because what was happening is that we would get residential people if we just had keywords for like HVAC and refrigeration and that sort of stuff because like literally it'd be like Sally that wanted her HVAC unit to be fixed. And that wasn't effective for us because we didn't do residential stuff. So the channel, Google, like, you know, like, like Google PPC or Google ads is effective. And quite frankly, like you got to pay a little bit more for those words, but it works very, very well. You can get a lot of great business using that, but because it's more saturated, you're paying more money. Now let's fast forward to like today. Today, you've got LinkedIn that's very good organically. LinkedIn that's very good for paid if you're looking for very specific titles. So you can use LinkedIn ads. TikTok is starting to take off. And you might say like, well, I'm not doing any kind of like TikTok video stuff where I'm dancing and stuff like that. No, like that that was like the, when it first got released, that was that stigma. And now today, there are a lot of actual SaaS companies that are running very successful TikTok ads and getting a lot of great customers, SaaS companies, like not marketing to 18 year old dancing people, but truly selling enterprise SaaS, okay? They're selling these things. They're like, well, you're talking now SaaS, Javier. You're not talking, you know, commercial, you're not talking, you know, facility management and property management. I understand that, but if it's been proven in another market that's B2B, I guarantee it can be proven to work for your market and facilities and property. Now you might be asking, well, Javier, have you done it yet? No, I haven't. But I know that there are people that are transitioning. So here's what I'm getting to now. Just because you haven't seen it done 
doesn't mean that it's not going to be effective. Now, the other part is that if you don't jump on this sooner rather than later, you're going to be going back five to 10 years from now wishing, man, I wish I would have gotten on TikTok and started doing some ads and some videos to educate folks because my audience is now there. Because all these people back in the 90s were wishing that they had those days back so they can send out email marketing because they had great open rates. Or back in the early 2000s that they could run pay-per-click pay ads on Google because the cost was so damn cheap. Or back in like the 2010s and 15s and, and, and even up until like 2020 where Facebook was a very legitimate platform for running ads and capturing leads and that sort of stuff. Or like, you know, the past four or five years on LinkedIn organically posting and getting new business through there or now TikTok. So what you can't do is you can't always be saying, well, I need to see it done by somebody else. Because if you need to wait that long, then you're not worthy of this thing working out, panning out. Because there's no sure bet in any channel. None. There's no sure bet that one channel is going to be more successful than the other. You can't. You can't determine that. The market determines what, what that, you know, the success of that channel. But right now, the trend is, is that TikTok is one of those channels that is very successful. Okay. The trend at the moment is that is that LinkedIn is a channel that's very successful to actually, you know, capture the kind of people you're looking for. And how you leverage those channels is up to you, but it, it's it's like what I want to just kind of like, you know, just simply point out is that. Don't sit here wishing for the past that you would have done something five to 10 years ago, years ago because you were like, well, it's just, it's not mature yet. You should always be exploring. There should be a percentage of, of your business, a percentage of your facility company that is doing 10 to 15% exploring new opportunities, not your entire business, exploring new stuff. Like for us, for instance, for us right now, we are exploring TikTok. Are we putting a big effort behind that? Absolutely not. I don't have the bandwidth at the moment to put a ton of effort behind that, but we are posting some things on there on a regular basis and we're seeing how the data kind of evaluates itself and just kind of, you know, shares what's going on. Same thing goes for, um, actually that's the only one that we're really exploring, but now like Facebook, it's an established channel. We don't have nearly as many followers on Facebook, but we get a, a, a significant amount of organic leads and new business because it piggybacks off of our ads. So what happens is that people see our ads and they're like, oh, it's interesting. And then they go into seeing like our actual page. And then when they see our page, then they go and they probably opt in. And so it gets attributed to like an organic search or organic social, that sort of stuff. Okay. So what I'm saying is that like, that's a channel that we've, we're successful in it and it's doing well. Now, do we want to only live and die by Facebook? God, no. Like right now it's successful, but we need to start looking into other channels and digging wells deep into other channels so that whenever one channel actually starts closing, we have another channel that we can start opening. And that's exactly how you want to start looking at your marketing efforts is that you're never going to have a channel, two or three of them that are just foolproof that they're always going to be working at all times, firing all cylinders, because it doesn't always work that way. Like Google, for instance, works very well, but it delivers the wrong type of lead for us. So what do we do? We still kind of do it, but not as aggressively. Facebook, same concept. That one is working very well for us, but we know that there is a lifetime to this, like or a lifespan where this is going to probably not be as sustainable. 
And so we're, we're working our way backwards and saying, okay, if this is good, all right, then how can we duplicate this strategy somewhere else? And so we're slowly just going into these things and you should be doing the same thing as well too. Don't be that person looking back and be like, man, I wish, you know, I wish we were back in the 90s. I wish we were back in the early 2000s or the 2010s or the 2015s or the, or the 2020s. Because when you do that, you're going to miss this boat. And so every channel will get saturated by businesses. Every channel will get ruined by marketers. I'm just telling you right now, like we will ruin that channel. Don't worry. We will ruin it. Okay. How quickly we ruin it is, is, is to be determined. But it will happen. That ship will get there. It won't sail. It will get there. It will be destroyed. And then it's going to be like, and fuck it. And you move on to a new one. And so you just, you pick up and you move on to the next channel. But this is why you're always keeping an eye out for new channels. Don't watch what your competitors are doing. Don't be like, well, I need to see if my competitors are on TikTok. No, this is the time to be on TikTok because when your competitors start getting on TikTok, they're going to be like, fuck these guys are already on here. They've been on here for three years. They have three years worth of content. All right. There's an old proverb that says like the best time to plant a tree was 15 years ago. The next best time to plant a tree is today. And that's kind of how you want to look at different channels for marketing. All right. The best time to start, you know, a TikTok channel is today. The best time to start a LinkedIn um, strategy for organic and or paid is today. The best time to start doing paid search on Google is today. Because I can tell you right now that these channels that I'm talking about, they're not saturated in the facilities management industry, okay? They're not saturated in the property management industry because a lot of these companies that are running the ads are running them incorrectly. I see ads on a daily basis for facilities, all right, that I type in a keyword and it's like these companies are paying for like a search that I shouldn't be seeing their stuff because I'm looking for something different. But just because I typed in facility management, um, I could be looking for like facility management in Texas. And then for some reason, like something else comes up from another place. Like those are the things that I'm trying to say is that like there's channels that are still young and you can still go in there and penetrate and dominate and other channels that are just like they, they've been saturated and it's okay. But in the facility world, I could almost put I can almost guarantee they're not saturated. They're just done incorrectly. Okay. Not all, but for the most part, I would say they're done incorrectly. So you start leveraging certain channels, you start leveraging them correctly, you will start doing well. Like email is saturated, but I was able to get some business. Google, you know, search is saturated, but I was able to get a lot of business from that. Like it's there. You just got to learn how to work it. So don't wait until like, like, well, you start seeing other companies do it. Start taking action today and start planting those seeds now so that five or 10 years from now, you've already been doing all the work and you will start reaping the benefits of all that work. All right. So hope this was helpful. This is more of like an encouragement to like explore new channels, to not just sit back and just see and watch what's going to happen. But to, act, to go in and be active and just know that some are going to be great. They're going to work out just well and others are going to just go kaput and they're going to be and they're going to die. OK, and that's OK. That's just part of the game. No different from business, no different from anything else. Like that is the beauty of, I mean, to be quite honest, of of like our country and how things are kind of operating like this, where these these channels are are, are basically like free commerce, like 
you let the market decide what's going to be successful or not. That's pretty much it. So anyways, with that said, hope you enjoy this episode. If you have any questions, let me know. Otherwise, I'll talk to you, everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.